0: One, two, one, two. All right. Um, yeah, so thanks heaps for, for joining. Have you got, um, I don't know, do you want to introduce yourself, give a little plug, just uh, let people know who you're listening to?
1: Benny, it would be a great honor for me to get to do that. Uh, I am Alistair George William trombley Burchell I do a podcast called Two in the Think Tank, which is where we come up with sketch ideas, and I do another a guided meditation podcast, which is sort of a comedy one called Shusher Guided Meditations.
0: Um I mean to be clear, too in the Think Tank" is also a comedy podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's yeah,
1: like okay. yeah, the process of coming up with comedy sketches should also be funny. Can I
0: ask as well what's your um what's your fight persona? Because from everything I've listened to, you're just you're just super chill all the time. Um,
1: I think it still is often from a position of chill until <laughs> it seems like people are not making any sense. But I feel like I'm I'm very still open to to learning and accepting other positions. Cool.
0: Well, we'll see how that works for this concept. And cue the theme music, Uh, let's get into it. Hello again, and welcome to The Smallest Hill, where we tackle the smallest issues in the biggest way. And our guest for this week is Alistair Trumbly-Birchall. Welcome. Hello, how are you today? I'm very well, very well. Very honored to have you on the podcast today. Really looking forward to hearing your views on this because Mm -hmm. uh, the topic that we're going to be dealing with this week is the best way to eat cheese.
1: That's right. Very
0: contentious Uh, issue. And uh, I understand that uh, you have some very passionate views on this and I'm very much looking forward to hearing them. So please elucidate. Well, uh, let me
1: begin by saying that uh, as well as the main point that we're going to be hitting today, which is... Whether or not to have small bites or big bites, which I think, uh, mm. obviously, small bites, so that you can still experience the flavor for a longer period of time. I would even argue <sighs> there's a side. I would say that there's a side yeah, yeah. issue with eating cheese, which is why eat it on crackers. Why eat it on crackers and dilute the flavor? Oh God!
0: Right? Oh my God! Especially when the so crackers themselves.
1: The cracker them themselves have a flavor which you would not bother to eat by itself.
0: Wait, sorry, just okay. We got so much to deal with there, and I just I got to stop you at the get-go because you're wrong on every count. Can you just go back? Why, Why? Can you give me some rationale for why you would eat tiny bites like a mouse? What kind of person does that? I don't trust anybody who thinks that taking small bites is the best way to do it. Okay,
1: I think that there's an upper limit to how much intensity of flavor you can experience. And I think that you actually hit that upper limit really early on in the uh, quantity of bites, uh, sorry, in the size of bites that you have, right? So if you have a small in bite- the
0: size of the bites. Yeah, but obviously you're limited by the size of your mouth. There's only a certain point at which you can <laughs> right. have to stop having a bite. Bu- what are you even talking about? You don't
1: need to use very much of the volume of your mouth, right? Uh, I'm, I'm not talking about how much you can fit in your mouth. I'm talking about how much flavor you can experience. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm.
0: No, this sounds like absolute madness. And I'm trying to understand that how you could possibly think that the flavor is the only important part of eating anything, let alone whether it's cheese or not. Do you do the same thing with all your food? Do you sit and eat a grain of rice at a time? Because eating a single grain of rice will give you the flavor. Like, do you know why people eat? Sure. What's
1: wrong with you? Sure. But, but. But usually eating cheese, especially cheese on its own it isn't a a source of nourishment it is it is a it is a decadent act that you do you degust the cheese uh, to enjoy
0: its flavor and are you saying there's no nutritional value in cheese no, are you saying there's nothing to be gained by eating um, dairy
1: I mean look the the propaganda I see on on social media suggests that maybe it isn't healthy at all for you. And so, uh, you're one of and these so when dairy I do eat poison cheese
0: people, are you?
1: No, no, no. I'm well. I'm you know, that I wouldn't come to that issue that dairy is poison by just having small <laughs> bites of it for a really long period of time, right? My because uh, that I, I end up eating the same amount, right? Which is the whole wheel, right? So it's not that I have a problem with eating large amounts of cheese. It's that it's the, it's I I feel like burning. All the experience of that wheel of cheese within short within a short period of time because you had large bites. That's the issue.
0: So you think the most important thing out of eating cheese is to make sure it takes the longest possible amount of time? <laughs> Are you aware of the time privilege that you have um, in speaking like that? That you that eating for you is just like you said, just a decadent act of indulgence. Sure. I mean, look. Are you aware of the privilege that goes into a a claim like that? I am
1: willing to acknowledge that I have that I have time privilege, uh, and and that this whole thing requires me to have uh, free time. But I am saying that if you do have the free time, and if the free time can be better enjoyed by eating cheese than by not eating cheese, then you should do yourself the kind act of eating your, ch- your cheese in small bites so that you can experience flavor for a longer period of time.
0: You know what, I just find this so insulting to so many different minorities, the people who are time poor, yeah. uh, the kind of people who, who consider eating cheese to be for nutrition and not simply for mm. decadence, sure. not simply for the indulgence of jo- enjoying the flavor. Uh, I just don't understand, why is it specific to cheese as well? Do you have this same attitude with regard to all other foods? Do you think everyone should sit and enjoy their food so slowly? Well, uh,
1: I don't necessarily think that. Uh, you brought up the the argument of rice earlier. Uh, I don't think that you know, rice it sounds like you do. Well,
0: no, but well, I mean, You're being incredibly
1: evasive. I mean, really, you should you should trust the words that I'm saying when I say that I I don't uh, believe that. Uh, you know, so when I say I don't know why our listeners should trust anything you say. I mean, I don't know why you would choose to to. Uh, believe the words that you think that I imply over the words that I actually say.
0: Um, uh, rice. And I think a big part of my role here is to uh, interpret your words, because you're clearly trying to evade well, and, and obscure what your actual intention is in shaming other people who eat cheese too fast, you know, and my, according to you. And my
1: apologies if it's coming across like that, that that's what I'm attempting to do. <laughs> but I just, I got to say uh, that, that I just don't see rice itself has a pleasure-inducing flavor. I think it's a flavor that oh, can... Oh,
0: right. You're one of those... You're part of the anti-rice campaign well, as well. I are you? You're a rice hater. Well, I, there are a I lot will, of Eastern cultures that would take issue with this.
1: I mean, in a way, rice is very much like the cracker. It is a filling that you use Sorry, to, do you
0: mean the slave owner or do you mean the the comestible?
1: Um, I...
0: Just with a North American accent, I am, it's really I am, hard to know which one you're talking I about. I am
1: I am anti slavery. I wanna put that forward. Um but Oh that's what I'm very saying,
0: brave of you to say. Yeah.
1: I think most foods are pretty much the same thing, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, there's All, the flavor. Excuse me? Yeah, All yeah.
0: foods look the same to you? Yeah, what are yeah, you talking yeah. there's, about? There's the flavor
1: and then there's the filling part,
0: right? The flavor
1: part and then the filling part. Uh, in the cheese and crackers scenario, the cracker is the filling part and the cheese is the flavor, right? With a rice dish, the, 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 you know, the sauce is the flavor and the uh, rice is the cracker, right, is the filling part. And so let's say, let's say you, that have
0: you have some <laughs> nutritional delusion about the value and the worth of each different food group. But you're aware that you don't simply have to be filled up by carbohydrate. You can have a healthier diet if you limit your carbohydrate and you eat more protein. But it seems that sure. you just want to sit and eat entire wheels of cheese over the course of a matter of hours, regardless yeah. of what any of your dining guests care. Well,
1: look, I, I would never force my opinion upon anybody else and, and, and the, my way of well, life. It
0: seems that's what's exactly what you've come on this podcast to do.
1: No, well, well I'm, just, I'm just trying to show people a better way of living. Right. I'm saying a, a way in
0: better which way. Right. Okay. So we've made it clear mm-hmm. that you think your method of eating cheese is superior to others. Well,
1: look, I'm, I am basing this entirely on the assumption that people, other people, enjoy things that are enjoyable. Right. And things that are good. Now, if that is the case. Now, of course, I, I, you know, I know I'm making a huge assumption there. And I don't want to offend anybody who thinks that uh, things that are unenjoyable are enjoyable. Right, But if, the, if, those, if those assumptions are true, and for those people, uh, eating cheese is better than not eating cheese. And the way to eat cheese for longer, especially with a limited amount of budget, and a, you know, and apologies to any billionaires who don't have a limited amount of budget, um, taking small bites is the solution to that problem.
0: What do you say to the people, uh, the listeners, and uh, the people who are hosting this podcast who consider that uh, the best way to eat cheese is to have it in liquid form?
1: Well, wow. really I'm I'm I have no issue with the form that you eat your cheese in, right? Um I just want to say that if that liquid cheese is delicious and uh, and I should really put that pro, pro, proviso on the other cheese that I'm talking about because if the um the 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 other cheese that I'm talking about the solid cheese, it also has to be delicious, right? So for, for for my small bite theory to be a good a good method right so if the liquid cheese is
0: delicious then i would recommend small so you're going to have to clarify for the, uh, the listeners and for me i uh, okay are, are you saying that you are mandating mm-hmm. what kind of cheese people should eat mm-hmm. based on it, not only its flavor but you are also dictating in yeah. quite an authoritarian manner my mm-hmm. dad what size people should be consuming per mouthful. Sure. Okay. Well do you not approve of anybody who eats a plain, a mild cheese? Something that's just perhaps a table cheddar.
1: Oh look. Are you against these kind of people? No, I think a table cheddar is actually a very can can be a very delicious cheese. And so it's not about the strength of the cheese to me. It's about whether or not it is delicious. And I know that this complicates my my simple message at the beginning that small bites allows for longer amounts of enjoyment. But we have to add the the qualifier that the thing that you are eating has to be itself enjoyable, right? It has to be delicious in order for the small bite system. Is,
0: this, is that really something you need to clarify? Well, it's how many of I, uh, how I, many of the people you confront eat things that they don't enjoy the taste of on a regular basis?
1: I believe that maybe something in your argument sti- argumentation <laughs> style, has led me to feel like I need to qualify that. Um, you know, maybe it. Felt- well, I'm.
0: I'm sorry. I don't, I don't. I don't. I take a lot of issue with that. I didn't have you on the podcast to criticize the way that I host or engage with my, my, my guests. We're and just here to debate an issue, and it seems that you've spent most of this time just evading the issue and not making any clear point.
1: And look, and and sometimes life is complicated. You know, you have to go into the nitty gritty details. You know, when you explain to somebody the better way of enjoying something. Uh, then you have to explain that the thing that they're enjoying has to be enjoyable. you know. Because, because Again,
0: these sweeping statements uh, claiming the, the assertion that the better way to do something mm-hmm. is the way that you found, even though you need to spell out to people that the better way to do something is to do something that is already better. It's a completely circular argument.
1: And circles are enjoyable. And so I think that this argument is one that that c- so, can be so enjoyed circles the in, small, shape. in small... Are
0: circles better than squares? Are they better than triangles? I think
1: they they are better what? for certain things, right? Much in the way that the wheel of cheese is very good for eating, especially in small bites, uh, a circle, so, but, but is not so good, say, for holding up a building. Well... Uh, circles are great so for So you think not only wheel.
0: should you be having small bites and that cheese, all cheese should be delicious and there's no room for mild cheese in this world and you think it should all be eradicated or exterminated. I believe that destroyed. you are making a But you a also mistake. think that there shouldn't even be block cheese. You're um, saying that block cheese should not exist and all cheese should come in wheel form. No, How do you think that serves storage? No, I, How do you think that helps supermarkets mm. or any... Or any company that has to store cheese. Like you said, it can't hold up a building. So, how's it going to hold up a pile of other cheeses? Well,
1: you know, as somebody who has worked at a cheese factory, I want you to know that I find uh, the, the rectangular prism style of cheese to be uh, a very good style, especially for packing into boxes. And, and I would never. Right, uh, it's not even go for you to question.
0: It's, it's not our like opinion. It's a matter of a physics mistake. and geometry. Uh, so.
1: I think you've made a mistake. When I've said uh, for people to eat delicious cheeses, you've thought somehow that I think that having a mild cheese is somehow not a good cheese. Now, I think mild cheeses can be good. It's and exactly here's, what you've said. And here's where things get complicated. Are you right? saying I'm misquoting
0: if, you? Am I misrepresenting che- you? We can, you know, our listeners have this on record now. We can go back and prove it. Well, I, you've brought up a good point, right? If the
1: cheese is mild you are going to have to actually have a bigger bite so that you can get the enjoyability level up to a good point,
0: right? So now you're conceding that the point that you've come here to make is completely moot, and it is based entirely on the flavor of the cheese. Intensity, rather than
1: flavor. of all So it- you
0: admit that there are circumstances in which big bites... Are perfectly valid. Well, no, no. I'm saying bigger,
1: acceptable form of bite. I'm saying bigger than you would have, say, for like a, an intense blue cheese.
0: Yes, we've already we've already established that the size is completely relative mm. to the size of a person's mouth.
1: I guess I am saying this because uh, this this whole experience takes place in the world, and there are variables in the world, and so intensity of cheese. What is the flavor like? What is kind it, of a truism are you trying to present? Right? That um, I can't
0: disprove. It all things occur in the world. That is very true. What, well, not all things occur in the world. Have experience in contract law.
1: You know, I mean, I mean, the Big Bang itself. I think was something that didn't occur in the world. I will go far because <laughs> I, I even don't even believe that the world that we're in is the world that we see. <laughs> Wait no, the world that we see isn't really the world that we're in. I'm. This is the kind of physics I'm going down.
0: All right, let, let's pick that up again. So first of all, you're asserting that the Big Bang, Big Bang mm-hmm. actually happened, uh, which which you cannot prove. Uh, you are also asserting that it happened within this universe, but you're telling me that you don't think this universe actually exists. What what is the che- what of the cheese that you're actually eating? Well, what um, what meaning is there to the size of the bites?
1: Uh, look, there. Speak. Yeah. Well, I mean. The, 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 the flavor that we get is, is really is – it, it is unnecessary for it to be real. Like, I mean, the cheese doesn't need to be real. The world doesn't need to be real. Uh, the, the flavor itself is a signal that, are the, that we interpreted from our brain, and it is a fitness mm-hmm. payoff that we get Uh, For evolution, and it it interprets it. Just to be clear, you're you're an existence
0: truther. So you're you're asserting that uh, you you believe in the process of evolution, but uh, (laughs) you're saying it occurs in a universe in which it absolutely doesn't even need to, because you are an existence truther.
1: No, I, I believe that we exist, right? I believe that there is an objective reality, but I don't think that it necessarily looks like what we see it to look like.
0: You know, we're just getting mired in definition. <laughs> could you define we? Uh,
1: when I and say we exist? I mean I mean you and I.
0: But just the two of us. Just the two of us, saying us live the in the world. The two of us exist in a universe mm-hmm. by ourselves yep. and there is no one so you're saying that there is no one listening to this podcast, <laughs> and not because it's not popular, but because it doesn't exist. Well,
1: I am not saying that and I would never say that about this podcast.
0: I think that that there are
1: any conscious being uh, has a perception that is tuned to fitness and not to truth. And so we don't, there's no way
0: for us to see the world as it is. (laughs) So, why then, in a universe that does not exist, that we cannot perceive in its true form, would you be so dictatorial in the way that people should experience that form of reality? Why would you? Try to condemn anybody Mm -hmm. who takes big bites out of mild cheese when that cheese doesn't even exist.
1: Well, I mean, there's a chance that we live in a deterministic universe and they had no choice but to bite into the cheese with a big bite. Um, But there's a chance that we live in a, a, a world that we can affect and which is why I've come here to put forward a better way of living. A way that leads to more and longer forms of enjoyment.
0: Well it's an incredibly judgmental view to be honest yeah. the, the idea that you think you can somehow make this world which you say doesn't exist a better place suggesting that a false reality is somehow flawed already and needs improvement well, and the way to improve it is to do it by your dictatorial methods of consumption I
1: would say that the world does exist and yes it is f- our, our perception of make it up is your mind. our perception of it is flawed in that it is not accurate in that it doesn't see the world as it is, but it is because of this veil that we have over our eyes that we are able to experience a flavor such as cheese. And so this uh, il- illusion that we, we, we have created for ourselves is actually the only reason why we can have deliciousness. And so I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing that we have this. Uh, and I think it's led to me being able to uh, form this opinion on how we can better live our lives.
0: Well, it is very disappointing to hear these kind of hateful remarks coming from uh, somebody who's got such a narrow-minded and tunneled view of the world. Uh, I apologise to all my listeners who prefer, like I do, to enjoy cheese in uh, different states rather than simply the solid. Uh, Those of you who enjoy a fondue or a cheese melt or a grilled cheese or any of these other means of consuming uh, that wonderful dairy... I do apologize to you for having to enjoy these hateful remarks. I'll be sure to uh, put a content warning at the top. Um, uh, I suppose the only thing left now to do is thank Alistair for joining us and demonstrating what a horrible ogre he is. And and I suppose if you want to listen to any of the other hate that he spews from his other self-appointed platforms, then you can go and do that. Anyway, thanks for joining us on the smallest hill.
1: I and I want to thank you. Any very, final thoughts? I want to thank you very much for having me on, and I'm sorry I couldn't uh, I couldn't push you towards a, a more enjoyable life. But maybe the reason why you couldn't be budged is because there's much comfort in the position you're in.
0: The idea that you have that some false superiority over me because you live a life that's better than mine is. Um, Furthering the hateful views well, that you've said so it's far. Not my whole life. It's, it's very just, disappointing it's just to <laughs> have you so comfortable. It's not my
1: whole life. That's that's that, that, that's amazing. It's just my my cheese eating technique.
0: Well, I suppose any listeners who uh, validate you will congratulate you for having won uh, such a minor victory and <laughs> wish you all the best. Maybe
1: you're too. Maybe you're too happy already in your own life to be budged from. I uh, I, I think it's quite obvious into a that new I position. am. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on.
0: Uh yes, your um yes, your gratitude is uh heard. Good
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't really went you to are, a different place there, but you know, not all you're things the
0: most, are, you're the most difficult one I've had so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh i mean like this is what i was afraid of i mean you're just so reasonable
1: (laughs) i know but it's 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 difficult also i'm like arguing minute details
0: yeah yeah but no but i mean i'm just i'm just throwing out every (laughs) every bait every trap i've got to be like what makes you think you're better and you're just like well i don't so (laughs) that's not what i'm saying at all. i'm not here
1: to be better i'm here to i know i'm here that my point is better than yours (laughs)
0: Well, you actually believe in your point.